It's your daily dose with Bob and Nick. Have you noticed lately how unsexy air travel has become? It's also unfun, underwhelming, and uncomfortable. Today we talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly of travel. Then we talk about the crazy early start to Nick's recent trip to New York City to see a rock concert with his daughter. My buddy travels like nobody's business. Don't call your travel agent until you listen to this episode. It might just change your plans, but probably not. Enjoy. Have you seen Love, Love Actually? Yeah. Okay, at the very beginning, it takes place at an airport. And actually, at the very end, it takes place at an airport. Whoa. I'm just saying. At okay. the same time? It's, it's like the Were whole we, thing was a flight. Did we never leave the airport the entire <laughs> I, movie? I think maybe it was a different airport, but I'm not sure. Were we in a coma and this was all just a fever dream <laughs> Woke up in the airport? Bob Newhart. Yes. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> at the beginning of that movie, if I may continue, Please. it was um, you hear uh, Hugh Grant. And he's talking about how amazing airports are because at airports are where people say hello and when they say goodbye. And there are these really intensely human moments that you get to witness, moments of love and generosity and kindness and, and sadness. And I never really looked at an airport that way before, but now I can't go into an airport without witnessing the people running off the plane to hug their family members yeah. or the people stealing the last kiss before they get on a plane. And it's like... It becomes an emotional experience for me. That's interesting because, you know, n with all the security changes and the, <laughs> the uh, you know, you don't have those moments as much. Well, you, they happen further away from right. where the action is happening. But right? I'm wondering if that's why travel has become so difficult is because you don't have these wonderful moments to make you realize that, oh, I missed this person. You've pushed the love further away yeah, from yeah, the actual yeah. airport experience. That's interesting. I, I like that theory. I do. I have to tell you, it feels different when you're on a plane now. Yeah. It feels less hospitable. I feel like the people on the plane designed to take care of us care less about us. And the people around me seem like they're in a mad dash for their own thing. Yeah, so. I could definitely see the latter. I think the I'd like to give everybody who's working at the airline the benefit of the doubt that they're just being overworked and underpaid, and that's one of the reasons. I for appreciate that perspective. What uh, what appears to be a lack of caring. Well, here's the other side. If you have to face all these people who only care about themselves, trying to get to their destinations. Oh, uh, just all these energy vampires. Yeah, it's yeah. gonna be it's gonna be really difficult. Yeah. So I, you know, something I, I like to retract that observation because I think I think you're closer to right than I am on that one that these are people who are working hard. And this is not as glamorous a job as people thought it might have been at one time. Sure, back it's, in the day, and it was, you know, there was, and obviously we romanticize it too. It well, it wasn't as fun. Men, as, right? yeah. the, the way they sold it was like this elegant experience. Yeah. And, uh, it, and to some extent, it was for me when I was a kid when I first rode in a plane. Oh, sure. Well, someone served me ginger ale in my seat. That yeah. seems a little bit elegant yeah. to me. I, you and know. you were smaller, so the seats were bigger. Oh, you know, yeah. Well, that was the time when my butt could actually fit into a, a seat here. <laughs> and I, when I travel with Patty, she's the best travel mate because she very willingly takes the center seat, which gives me really two and a half seats. Yeah. Because I don't mind squishing into her seat. Yeah. And the truth is, I let her squish into my seat, too. If there's someone on the other side of her that she needs to escape from, then she can escape into my seat. Nice. But, um, but when I'm traveling alone, I really can't do a center seat. Yeah. I just, and I, don't, I say I can't do it. I have done it. But inside my head, there is madness when I have two people that close to me on either side and no place to lean. 
And, you know, even on the aisle, I, at least I can turn out a little bit and I've got a little distance between me and the person course, across yeah. the aisle. But when you're in that center seat, it's like turn to the left, there's a face. Turn to the right, there's a face. You know, and th- there are only, what, about 12 inches between you and the seat in front of you. If that. You know, do, have you tried to, no, you just went to New York. Yeah, okay, so we so, flew, yeah. uh, got the, as far as the travel part goes, uh, cheapest flight and not exactly the, I think, most uh, appropriate for the travel that I was doing because we left at 5 a.m. The plane left at 5 a.m. Wednesday morning. So you had to be at the airport at 3.30 in the morning? Basically. Oh my. And then we got back uh, at 11 p.m. the next day. <laughs> so it was like this whirlwind tour. Have you ever done that before? Um, I don't... Yeah, uh, I mean, recently for my grandmother's funeral and a couple of other, like, mainly mm. work things have been those quick trips. Yeah. Uh, but I usually try to schedule that a little bit more. The reason it was so short, I went up with my daughter, Mina, so she could see a show. On It was Wednesday night, so we flew up Wednesday, came back Thursday. She was just getting back from another show, so this was, like, her birthday week. Uh, she had driven up with a friend of hers to Asheville. So she literally got back Tuesday night. From an eight and a half, not, or no, longer than that, I don't know, a 10 hour drive. And wow. then the next morning, I made her fly out. <laughs> and I don't know that that wasn't completely in the back of my head, like some sort of, not punishment, but just. How old is like, she now? Uh, nine, she just turned 19. 19. So, yeah. oh, come on, that's a young soul. She can take it. Um, did she take it? How, not, how did you take it? <laughs> I mean, it was, you know, I, I started thinking about it this way. Like, I wasn't trained by my parents well when it came to travel and when it came to enjoying myself um, on a vacation. Because vacations were often like, okay, very scheduled and we have to, we're spending money, so we have to do all of the things. Wow. Like you see the Disney or any Universal or any of the theme park folks, like they're out there and they're like, well, this is costing X number of thousands of dollars, so we're going to get up at eight. We're going to be there at the gates by nine. We're not going to leave until the fireworks. We're going to come back and uh, we're going to do it all over again the next day. That seems like punishment for the money you spent. It's, it's work. It's, it's like, work. If I'm spending that much money, I think what I demand is whatever I want. Yeah. And if I want to go back to my hotel room and crash or have a drink at the bar rather than go out to all these things. But that's okay. So there's a big difference between your vacations as a child and mine because mine were all like cottages in new hampshire kind of oh things, yeah and relaxing with with rare exception yeah you know um but you did some adventure kind of vacations and you adopted that for your own family and i thought this was well so that's in the back of my head yeah. and then as i got older and i traveled with friends it was more about let's go to a show let's eat good food let's you know take yeah. afternoon naps and you know it, there's no rush yeah right like especially if you're going for an event we can do other stuff we can see some of the city but if we don't see some of the city, no big deal. But I found myself because it's been a while that you know we've gone any kind of family vacation. Um, you know, was kind of like this balance of me reverting back to it's a vacation, we got to go, we got to hey, go to a here. bunch of stuff. We, yeah, right. Versus, well, we're kind of just going up for a show. We can just walk around a bit, eat some good food in Brooklyn because we were staying in Brooklyn. Yeah, and then uh, come back. So and so, did you find that balance? No, 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 no. I, I messed up. <laughs> oh, no. I messed up pretty well. Hey, it's Nick. Thanks for listening. It was an enjoyable trip, 
but I definitely could have done things differently and much better. I'm worried about the next trip though, because if I wait too long, I'll forget all the lessons I learned on this one. Now I could go the memento route and tattoo the things I should remember all over my body, or I could probably just have my daughter remind me that might be easier and she'll be happy to. Have a great day.